Hello and welcome to another episode of the Single Eight Show. Your name is. My name is Michael Davis, and your name is Single Eight. We are going to be talking about anxiety a lot in this episode. It's the main thing. So if you feel uncomfortable, there's a very high probability of me describing how my anxiety hacks work. So. Let's in with caution, but if you're not minded by that, please enjoy. And that Do is, what's right for your mental health. That is a great introduction to this conversation. I, I am glad that you want to talk about anxiety issues, dealing with anxiety issues, because within every journey, Anxiety exists. Pressures come along. Uh, pressures become very overwhelming. And as we deal with those pressures, our body chemically and emotionally responds to those things. Yeah. Now let's talk about the focus of what the Single H Show focuses on. And we want to have that focus today, but our, our common focus pulls onto those stressors, right? Yep. You are traveling on a journey within your transgender identity and through that you experience pressures that other people may not experience we talk about issues of of you dealing with stuff at school we talk about issues of you dealing with your interpersonal relationships in all of your settings right yeah and within all those things it creates a very unique level of stressors because of your journey. Yes. Alright, so let's move into this conversation of you dealing with anxiety. Yes, and I'm gonna add one more thing. I naturally do have higher anxiety than most. I naturally do have naturally naturally high anxiety. I have the generalized anxiety disorder. So that's just coming through a lens with someone who deals with dysphoria most of the time and fighting through it and anxiety disorder on its own. So I am saying it on its own because there's times I've seen that the, the dysphoria is not there and it had nothing to do with it, but it's high enough on its own that it does not need it. Yes. So let let me add into that a little bit. One of the things that I have heard in different meetings that I've gone to, different council meetings and so forth, is I hear individuals try to interlace uh, trans identity with other emotional issues. Yes. And that is not true. Yes. There's multiple things that are laced... And uh, in a very recent one, I can share this, a very well-spoken individual at the last board meeting uh, used examples that I wish that I could remember right now to dispute another individual's statements that different levels of autism feed into tendencies of individuals having gender dysphoria. That is not all true, period. Because there's other things that are related to 
uh, autism, but we don't question these other needs that exist in an individual because of another thing. Your gender identity is separate from your anxiety. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to preface on top of that on days I have high anxiety. If anything, my dyslexia fouls up more. If anything. And also it becomes harder to see. Even with glasses on, it's harder to see. My eyes will not. It's like it's suddenly like all day today. I've been looking for like the tiniest lens and it's so like straightforward as I mean the tiniest lens it may actually be the biggest lens to the outside when your eyes all it's super wide so I I get that so I can I add on to that and then we'll move into the conversation very recently in the last two months it's been documented on our uh, DWO podcasting Instagram page at times that I have been present at school board meetings giving presentations and my anxiety in that moment has made it hard for me to read the notes on my paper. Now because that I have that anxiety it doesn't mean that I'm not also dyslexic and I am too dyslexic. And my anxiety spikes my dyslexia and makes it hard for me to read things. It's a great point. Yeah. So I'm like, it's more in the dyslexia than the gender dysphoria. Yeah. And yet they're dead that they're all on the switch together. Yes. But what, what the statement <laughs> but, that we're actually trying to work through, even though we loop back through it over and over. Yeah. They're separate. Yes. Yes. They're totally different most of the time they are all on totally different levels yes that will vary throughout they they entirely work differently from each other good elite for me they're very much a difference between the uncomfortable that I have with gender dysphoria than the day that my anxiety it for the roof. Yeah, so you wanted to talk about your anxiety, dealing with anxiety today. So yeah. we have set the preface that there's a difference. So now let's singularly focus on anxiety. Yes. Alright, go ahead. So, throughout uh, the last couple weeks, it's been um, quite a lot of dynamic going on that don't necessarily fused together quite well that are more chaotic or that are more chaotic than normal throughout with the holidays and stuff going on with friends and making sure <coughs> we're live pal, we're um, pal. That, we're, that I'm still getting everything done that I need to get done and Throughout that, today I had an anxiety attack for about an hour or so. A little bit over. Um, no, more than a little bit over. Um, like about, um, about an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Well, no, 
Well, you, um, we don't need to get yeah. the time straight, but yeah, and during the times that did by the trigger warning is here, I my vocal cord cut out. You couldn't talk. Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. What? My explain that to me. I never knew that. I never knew that's something that happened with you. Explain that. My really bad. So essentially, that part of my brain turned off. Mm-hmm. And shut down, and I need, um, because, um, usually I, I'm smart enough that I'll have something tech-wide that I can write something down, mm-hmm. and I can still hold a conversation even though I'm in a pantech. Yes. And then they can, because, believe it or not, even though I'm writing down, it's easier if somebody else said what they're saying out loud because my dyslexia is through the roof along with it it's it not working um, that it's easier for that other person to read what I put down and say their statement out loud for me to hear it because yeah. my hearing doesn't shut down it becomes more, it, more, more acute Yet, it replaced not being able to speak to being able to hear really well. Yeah. And sometimes it's not that. Sometimes someone needs to speak louder than the silence that my brain put in to deal with what's going on. Yes. Like, um, today, um, like, I had music going, and I stopped hearing the outside music, and... The, my music was only in one ear. Okay. So the outside music, I stopped hearing that and went, okay. Okay. Hear the breathing. Okay, I'm falling. This is okay. Let's try to fight through as long as we can and work. And then the second it becomes really bad, communicate. Find a way to communicate. Write something down. Um... If you also have anxiety attacks and you can't speak, today I made a Google Doc that's literally called Talking During Anxiety Attacks. So what's in this Google Doc? What, what did you put in it? Um, nothing for me to type down okay. and that being the plate that I could. So that it just became your piece of paper so that you could hold these communications. Yes. Yeah. Have you thought about maybe in in a Google Doc writing some common phrases that you would use in situations like that? Like common phrases of, hey, I'm stressing out. Hey, I need space. Stuff like that. Have you? And then you could point at it? No, I normally write it down really quickly and turn the iPad over. For somebody to see. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you normally do, but would it be helpful if you already had a prepared document like that? Probably. Yeah. But my brain doesn't, it's not smart enough to put that together. Okay, I get that. So what are what are some things that you notice, and don't use names, use situations, okay? What are some things that you notice that might, that, that might, that commonly creates spikes for you? Um, when 
people aren't communicating well. What does that mean when people aren't communicating well? They're not saying everything. They're not in specifically in already stressful situations. They're not saying everything that they're putting down. And I'm questioning the truth about every statement. Okay, so moments of distrust in your yes. conversation is a spiking point for that. Yes, oh. and putting me in the middle. <laughs> All right, so yeah. um, drama. Yes. Drama is a, is a spiking point for you. Yes. And, like, multiple comps that test going on at one time. Well, when you have a lot of tests and uh, any anyone that has a lot of work projects that need to get done, a lot of tests that need to get done, there is a built-up anxiety that exists for just about anyone. I am working through my end-of-the-year reports right now for my career, and there's anxiety that exists in that. So, okay, testing or or task to to uh that you'll be judged on. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes it's simply that I don't have the right thing to regulate with. Alright, what what so what are some of the things that you use for regulation? Uh, explain like that. um fidget, um hoodies, um layered uh-huh. to keep my brain focused on jumping out. Okay. I put my beanie on for me to have a constant input that I like You put on your... my head that I could feel. So your input is a textual input. Yes. You can feel it. I don't really do good with too much insight uh-huh. or too many people talking at lunch. Okay. It would be like upward to like seven and up all at once. Uh-huh. Are not good situation for my brain. All right. So, but there are some situations that you are in that has more people than that. Yes. So I'm wondering if the, there's some other times that if there's some other things that might uh, uh, like add to it. Like for an example, if you're in a setting of people that you trust, yes. is it easier to deal with? Yes. And with people that I'm having trouble trusting. It it's, spikes. Yeah. It's like immediately like three fourths. Like you you can feel it inching. Uh huh. And telling you to get out. Yeah. Uh, because you don't trust the people you're around. And that distrust even adds some extra concerns on what you're hearing. Yes. And it's hard to balance all of that out. So talk to me, because you talked about these things that help you uh, kind of distract yourself from the situation. Explain your fidgets. How 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 is it that your fidgets help you out? Because it keeps something going in my hand that's small that keeps part of my brain moving. And it's like taking... It's like taking fight or flight into, like, fighting my hand, like, fidgeting whatever in my hand and using that energy Uh into moving something around. All right, so... Or hearing something. Instead of being uberly focused on your stressor, 
Yeah. You use that to de decompress, to distract yourself, to mentally draw yourself out, out of the situation and deal with it much easier. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so I'm really interested. So you talked about your beanie as being something that's that's a tactile distraction. Why why layered clothing? What what is that? Why what why is that something that helps you? Because I enjoy it. It's like your cape. Yes. It's like when I go into a big meeting, I emo I emotionally have to have a jacket and a tie on because that's my battle armor. Yes. Well, that's why I'm I'm always wearing layers, even when it's hot out. Yeah. I'm wearing a small layer, like a very thin layer on top of a shirt. Yeah. For me, get like a constant because I can feel what's on top. Yeah. Better than I can do what's actually fully touching my skin. Okay. And I can feel it rubbing. I can feel how soft it is or how warm it is. Yeah. So that that helps you. That so that's a different textile, te, te, uh, text. Um, I I feeling I I I I I'm a managing point with with touching. Yeah. So I I know that there's other things that you do, and there's other uh, tools that you have. So sometimes you wear earbuds. Well, explain how those earbuds help you out. Muffer the sound that's coming in. Uh-huh. Because it's taking the doll off of there being too many people talking. Okay. It's making everyone's voice a tiny bit quieter. Okay. So maybe if there's actually seven people talking, it feels like only like five or six people are actually talking so when you put on a pair of headphones it's not about listening to something else like calming music or something it's actually you put on your headphones as a dampener that kind of helps you deal with that yep yeah and is is that somewhat successful yeah somewhat it depends yeah and so when you're in school, they your school lets you wear your headphones? Now and then. Now and like, then. And when we're doing, like, personal work and I make sure that there's no dialogue. I let plates. I put, I put lower down, lower deck background music today. All right, normally it's, like, back, background music or something that's calming. Yeah. You're not listening to rap music or heavy metal or nope. anything like that that... That would actually rile up your anxiety? Yep. Yeah. It took us a while to, to get to this point on, on how that you deal with your anxiety. Because as as we move into the, the focus of what the Single H show does, it was very important to me that we pointed out that there is a difference. Yeah. Because you have anxiety issues, your anxiety issues don't cause gender dysphoria. They spike it at time, as well as any other sense is spiked. A heart rate, blood pressure, all of these other things are spiked by anxiety, right? Yep. 
Uh, so y- your gender dysphoria is spiked just as much as your dyslexia is spiked. Yes. So one does not cause the other, but the the other does he- heighten it for you. And yes. you listeners, hear those magic words, for you. Every, nothing that we say is a blanket statement on this podcast. Everything is very much a singular, singularized journey. Yes. Everyone going to experience everything differently. It's why we're all here. Yes. Well, I think that was a great conversation, bud. Your name is? My name, that was the single age show for this week, and my name is Michael Davis. Your name is? Hunter Middle, y'all. Have a great week.